and welcome back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's try that again. Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premiere podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. I am here doing another episode of this show. Things are happening. Uh, uh, good things are happening in the world. As uh, if you don't know, bad things also are happening too. Um, and uh, you know what? It's uh, this might not be the most. <coughs> uh, excuse me. Let me just lower my voice here. This might not be the most interesting episode, nor might it be the funniest. Might not be the funniest uh, because we are dealing with uh, some things in the world that are very, very bad. Uh, so, why don't we just start out with the bad? Uh, there was the shooting of uh, George Floyd, and, and of course, this will all tie back to whatever this uh, podcast is about. As I've said before, it's entertainment, comma biz, this uh, other stuff podcast. But listen, hey, there's some actual things happening uh, in this in this world. Uh, so there was a shooting of George Floyd, and uh, Tamara. Excuse me. I think it might have been Tamara Reed. Tamara Reed. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, and uh, Ahmad Arbery. And um, and then the EMT, Tamara. I believe that's her name. And, uh, and this happened in the midst of a pandemic. And, th- and you know, um, but now we have, we have the protests. And as of yesterday, these other three cops have been arrested and charged with uh, uh, third degree murder and the and the cop that alleged, uh, originally killed uh, George Floyd has been arrested as uh, he got second degree murder and and it really sparked a, a sort of pseudo revolution in the world uh, people are protesting people are uh, defying stay at home orders and, and risking their lives uh, literally you know um uh, emotionally and uh, and they're and they're going out there marching and everything and it's great and it's good there was some looting that's bad there was some uh, violence from the police violence uh, towards the police and uh, you know eye for an eye is bad because uh, some of the worst people in the world believe in that like uh, our, our great president oh he believes in eye for eye he does and he, and he, uh, he did mention in that in, in an interview uh, as as we speak, George Floyd's memorial service is going on right now. I was watching that at work. I watched a couple of minutes, and I saw Kevin Hart and Ludacris were there. Uh, and at the beginning of uh, George Floyd, if you don't know, obviously you, you should know this by now. Because if not, where the f have you been? He was uh, the the cop that was charged with second degree murder. Put his knee on on George's neck for uh, eight minutes and forty six seconds, and. He and uh, Mr. Floyd passed away like six minutes into that, I believe, something, something close to that. Um, so civil unrest happened. Um, but at these funerals where these, where these tragic things happen, uh, and, they're, and they're obviously going to be on television because they need to be televised, um, this is not Prince's funeral. You know, Prince passed away. You know, uh, Robin Williams passes away. The, the, Joan Rivers. I don't know why I said Joan Rivers. But these are not famous people. I don't think at the beginning of the service when Kevin and Ludacris were talking to, you know, just uh, each other and other people, uh, there were photographers there taking, you know, just photography. I don't think we need that. I don't even think we need 
you know, the memorial service can be on TV, which is which is a good thing. But then you don't need you don't need a photographer there taking vanity shots, candid vanity shots of someone uh, sitting there. Sorry, excuse me. I'm writing down the title of the show. Uh, uh, sitting there, sitting there, trying to watch his funeral. I don't think we need any of that. And then throughout the funeral, even though I was on a Zoom meeting call, uh, we don't need to see any of that. Uh, speaking of the Zoom meeting call, it was a um, the network put together a Zoom call for the people that worked there. It was optional, and it was a Zoom meeting to discuss the goings on in the country and what white people can do to be better and it was 185 people there including tv personalities and 17 people who i can only presume were white had to ask the question don't all lives matter (laughs) which is insane (laughs) and the 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 vp of the networks and 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 everybody had to explain at least (laughs) two or three different times that yes Everyone's life does matter. But right now, in this exact moment in time, it is black people getting killed by the police and, uh, you know, or assaulted or, or just just bullied or bothered by the police. And in a larger view, the white people around them. <laughs> I can only say that one more time. That is insane that you still have to ask that question. <laughs> I'm sure even on the localist of news channels that they have stories going, yes, it is true. Everyone's life does matter. But right now everyone's being but right now black people are being bullied. It's it, it's so anyway. Uh where was I going? Where was I going? Oh, so so we had that meeting and uh they were just talking about uh that type of stuff. So uh that was nice to have. Uh, I you know, 185 people were there for an hour and some change. I had to leave cause uh, I was done with work <laughs> and I just had to get out of there. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, that being said, let's get on with, uh, the stories that relate to the largest part of this. Uh, let me look at the timer really quick. Timer's off by a couple of minutes cause I started this. Uh, this comes from deadline written by Dino Ray Ramos. Viacom CBS unveiled eight-minute, 40-second blackout video tribute to George Floyd. So, as I said before, the cop was kneeling on with his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds because he gave a counter, he gave a possible counterfeit bill to a, a convenience store. Uh, which, by the way, I heard on NPR that this convenience store they typically train people to not call the police because it's just not worth the hassle. Uh, and it's also earned, owned by a million for people. That means nothing, but still. Um, and so this new person, this newish person called the cops because he just, he, he, this person just didn't know that, uh, that they don't do that. Uh, so don't blame the convenience store. Just go to the convenience store and stop looting things. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So Viacom CBS put up an eight-minute, 46-second video in solidarity with George Floyd. And uh, it, this wasn't just a, a thing they put on CBS, on BET. They put it on every single network they own. That includes CBS, BET, CMT, the Country Music Television Network, TV Land, uh, VH1, MTV, and the child-focused Nickelodeon. This is at 5 p.m., 
during the day, during the week. I'm sorry. They're cutting grass outside, and <laughs> I sat down knowing that this was going to happen, so I'm going to speak just a little bit louder as I turn down the microphone volume, <laughs> as I turn down the gain. Um, so so this, is, this is serious business. This is serious business because, you know, all across the country, uh, the world even, people are not only having to explain this coronavirus business to their children, but people of color, uh, particularly black parents, are having to explain to their child, to their children that you have to, and this happens every single day, by the way, you, you have to be careful going outside uh, because certain people might hate you. And uh, they might hate you for no reason at all. They might hate you because you're darker than them. They might hate you because you dress different, but they're going to hate you. And, you know, that's what uh, people like me have been taught their entire lives. Uh, just just a couple of days ago, uh, I've, been, I've been starting to go on walks uh, at night. I go on a walk every Sunday uh, because I'm insane. But I've been starting to go on walks at night. And, uh, I, uh, you know, this is, this is two days ago. Two days ago, we're trying to solve racism. <laughs> two days ago. Uh, and those, and those other cops have already been arrested. All four cops have been arrested and I go for a walk and I'm, I'm down, I'm down the street and somebody has parked their car uh, in front of their house and they've already locked the door. Cause I could hear the beep from, let's say a hundred yards away, a hundred yards. That's a football field, <laughs> 50 yards away. Um, and then as soon after, so I'm, I'm about to go on uh, path stone mountain, uh, so I'm about to cross the street, but I'm passing by this car and I'm giving way too much information where I live. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving in, in August. Uh, but uh, here's the car and then here's me. If you're watching the video, I urge you to do so. <laughs> I'm, I'm passing by the car and uh, this person, uh, the person uh, locks their car uh, again. Uh, and then, and mind you, they're already at the house, which is maybe be, maybe be, maybe be, maybe be, uh, like a 50 yards away. So I'm, I'm passing the car <laughs> and like, we're like, it's too far for you to lock the door again. Uh, and, and things like that happen all the time to every single person of color ever, mostly black people, but every single person of color has to deal with that all the time. I was going to say the S word, but I did not. Cause this is a clean show. Even if I'm angry. And uh, it's ridiculous that we still have to go uh, through things like that, that we have to deal with that. Um, also, it's a Honda Accord. Also, you're wearing a polo. Also, if I was going to rob you, I would just do it. <laughs> I'd like, that's what I think about all the time. If I was going to rob you, I would just take a hammer to the windshield. <laughs> you know, it's a, anyway. So uh, keep that in mind, you know, stop. If you see, if you're, if you're about to, if you see a, a black person coming your way and you want to cross the street, uh, don't because <laughs> they don't want to rob you. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. So Viacom CBS allowed this, uh, and Paramount Network Comedy Central did, uh, it did on everything it owns. Smithsonian, Smithsonian Channel, TV, Logo Media, CBS Sports. And this is amazing. This is this is uh, it's just to support justice and social equality in America, um, and an attention an eternal memo from Viacom CBS president. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> just trying to adjust the gain as I try to read at the same time. 
President of Entertainment and Youth Brands, Chris McCarthy, announced Sunday that all entertainment and youth brands and platforms are going dark for the uh, for that time, 5 p.m. on a Monday, uh, which marks the blah, blah, blah. Uh, excuse me, not blah, 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 but the time in which George Floyd was killed. The time will not only serve as a tribute to Floyd, but as a tribute to all those who have been victims of racism, including Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, that's her name, and countless others. Countless others. Countless others. Jesus. Uh, they also went dark uh, in 2018 for 17 minutes in solidarity with the National School Walkout for the honor of the 17 students of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, who were killed. We shouldn't have to continue doing this, but yeah, here we are. And I'm not going to be here up here preaching because I'm sure you've heard countless news reports, countless podcast hosts, countless radio hosts just talk about this stuff. Um, there was, I was, I <laughs> I got my car today after work and, uh, I have serious exam for, I have serious exam until September. No big deal. And <laughs> I, I was, I was on a, I left my car on zoo 100 and the host, a song just ended. And then the, the host that was Scooter McNeely, I believe, uh, I think he was sitting in for somebody else uh, or somebody was sitting in for Scooter, uh, which, which it doesn't matter. The host, he said, um, you know, Justin Bieber had a great idea yesterday. Uh, he said everybody should get out and vote. Okay, so our next song is going <laughs> to And I just thought, whoa, hold on. You got, you can't say something like that and then not have four to five sentences explaining why it's important to vote <laughs> or anything. That was that was the, the worst non sequitur that anyone's ever uh, seen before. I just thought that was funny to mention because I got to inject some type of laughter into this stupid show. So this one, next one comes from the verse before we go to break written by Nick stat and John Porter, Spotify, Apple music, YouTube, and Amazon unite in support of blackout Tuesday. So blackout Tuesday, which we'll talk about a little bit more in the next segment, uh, was a thing where you go on your social media and you post, just a black picture in solidarity with the uh, it's a social justice movement. Um, we'll get to that in a second. How I feel about how how I feel how I and others feel about that. Um, and uh, Spotify added eight minute and forty six six second moment of silence to select playlist, which is um, uh, just wonderful. Uh, Apple's Apple Music's Beats One radio programming was canceled. And instead of streaming station that celebrates music produced by black artists. I mean, some of the stuff that people that, uh, that companies are doing are just things that, uh, could be done (laughs) during black history month, (laughs) which probably were done in black history month. I'm not, I'm, I'm just knocking it because it's just, um, you know, you know, donate to causes. That's, that's great. Donate to causes, but you just playing, I'm going to play some hip hop music. I'm going to play some jazz. <laughs> that could happen anytime. <laughs> but if you can get people, you know, call to actions to, to donating, uh, I think that's, I think that's better. Uh, the action is part of a broader movement in the music industry. A number of record labels are participating in blackout Tuesday, following a call to action from Atlanta records, marketing chief Jamila Thomas and former Atlantic Atlanta, Atlantic Atlantic employee, Brianna, Igiyameng. It was a pretty good pronunciation. That started with the hashtag. Hashtag the show must be paused. 
there's a whiteout Wednesday. I don't know what that was, and I chose not to click on the, why it was trending because <laughs> it could only be racist or it's the second part of Blackout Tuesday. I'm still waiting for Red Out Friday. You can put jokes in things sometimes. Listen, before we go to break, I do want to say that uh, Conan came back this week, and he's been doing, uh, he's been talking to people who could um, give him more of shedding more light on the situation. Uh, he felt that this week was not a time for jokes. Uh, he's been skipping monologues and just talking to people like Van Jones and W. Kamau Bell. Um, and it's just been very constructive conversations. If you do want to see it, go to Conan, teamcoco.com. Uh, let's see who else has been doing some pretty nice things. Uh, Colbert did it as well, but he, he had a traditional show. Um, I believe Kimmel, uh, Seth Meyers did one. Did, well, his episodes this week, you know, he's been talking to Leslie Jones and Michael Che, uh, and he talked to Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms of Atlanta. Uh, so, yeah. Listen, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about this. And we are back. I decided to trick myself, and oh my god, this is the loudest thing in the world. Decided to trick myself and uh, and just start randomly. I'm going to reset the timer. Here we go. All right. So we talked about streaming ser- what streaming services did. We talked about what Viacom CBS did. Now other companies obviously joined in. I believe the companies include HBO, Warner Media. Excuse me. Let's say Warner Media, Lionsgate. Stars, Disney, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Nike, basically a who's who put up different posts in regards to uh, supporting uh, social justice movements, social justice reform, uh, Black Lives Matter, and all different types of manners of things. Even uh, the the NBA Coaches Association, the uh, NBA did, NFL, MLB, Hockey, I believe, maybe even Premier League soccer. I don't know the different MLB, M- M- MLS, MLS. Um, they all had different posts up, uh, which is really, really nice to see. It's, you know, it's a, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, in, it's, it's great to see all this happening. Um, sometimes you see, you know, uh, ET when it was released on Blu-ray, I believe they were like re-released. They erased the guns from uh, the climax where E.T. Uh, was trapped inside the house with Ethan, I believe that's the name, the boy. And uh, the cops had guns and they replaced them with walkie-talkies. Um, sometimes they do, sometimes companies do silent things like that. But but to see them step out and do this, this is great. Now, on the other hand, uh, I don't want to hear, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to hear from every celebrity. Like, you don't have to hear from Javier Bardem. Uh, saying uh, racism is wrong because we know racism is wrong. <laughs> uh, we don't have to see Beyonce put out a video uh, on Instagram saying uh, everybody needs to be nice to each other. I she I didn't watch the video, but I'm just you know the gist of it. Yeah, I can guess. Uh, <laughs> to get to context clues. 
uh, everybody needs to be nice to each other and uh, we need to treat each other with respect and and, and all that. Uh, it's not, Of course, she obviously shares that, that, those feelings and everything. Um, but, you know, sometimes you see people on people put up, you know, uh, on a social media or um, they'll put up op eds and say, where are the celebrities where we know celebrities? They it is while it is while it is their job to 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 say things in the public spotlight when something really really bad happens we can kind of get the gist uh but that being said i did i did i was talking to a friend who was a reporter yesterday uh, about i mentioned the i said that almost that exact antidote and she said well she said i agree but doesn't it make sense for beyonce to do that because maybe she can reach somebody that uh isn't that doesn't exactly share the same thoughts and I countered. I, I said that is true. Countered it was saying that person is not going to see Taylor Swift tweet uh, to Donald Trump. We're going to get you out of the office come November, and you're a, you're a bad person, and you just want to incite violence. Uh, or Beyonce do the video. That person's not going to look at that and go and like be a supporter of Trump and go. You know what? Taylor's right. I'm going to switch sides now. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of multi layered and kind of deep and uh, uh, all. All, all kind of uh, difficult to discern. Now, I want to get back to Disney really quick. Uh, they step out on this social justice reform, but ever since John Boyega became uh, part of the Star Wars universe, there have been massive, massive racists <laughs> just saying saying things, uh, and, and about Daisy Ridley too, uh, saying things like they shouldn't, they shouldn't be a part of the franchise or there's not a black stormtrooper or whatever. The women's uh, Skywalkers. What is, what is she, the, the, not the lightsaber women, Jedis, women, Jedi, they should like, these things shouldn't exist. Uh, and Disney never came to their defense. Like, you know, if they did, it was probably like, we, we support all of our actors, blah, blah, blah. But, but John Boyega had a, had a pretty run of the mill speech yesterday in England. And look, this goes back to the famous people saying stuff. I get it. They can. They kind. They're, they're kind of expected to. But this is a really big tragedy. So I mean, do they really need to? Uh, but he gave like a, a run-of-the-mill speech yesterday, and Disney's like, "We support him, and he's he's right. We step behind you and everything." And they were so gung ho this time. Um, and I'm not the only person that shares that that shares that uh, thought. There was a uh, post on um, AV Club. Somebody uh, that writer shared the same exact thought. They supported him this time. Peloton, Facebook, Nike—they all said something. Although I, I believe uh, somebody, a guy. Oh, a guy! I was on my LinkedIn yesterday. I was on LinkedIn yesterday for the first time in months, um, and a guy, somebody that I'm connected with on LinkedIn is also connected with a, another person who was working at Facebook. And this person said, "I, I'm gonna. Uh, this is." I cannot stand by Facebook and uh, their atrocities that they said uh, that they're not going to take down Donald Trump's posts and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I had like 400 LinkedIn likes, <laughs> LinkedIn likes. And I thought that is the most. I yeah, I mean, Facebook's not the best company. Uh, uh, neither is Twitter. Neither is Reddit. <laughs> you know, any place where you can anonymously go and say racist things. It's not a good company. Um, and I just thought. That person is uh, overreacting. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. 
I thought that was it. I thought that was so dumb. And he and he put it. And this is on the internet now. Like it's, I believe it's being spread around. So now let's get back to this Blackout Tuesday thing. I probably should have put these in order, but I didn't. Whose fault is that? It's mine. This comes from The Verge again, written by James Vincent. Vincent. Oh, also, before I get to this, um, IGN, I listened to uh, uh, Podcast Unlocked, which is their Xbox uh, podcast. uh, And Ryan McCaffrey, the host, is a white man. And he started off the show with about half an hour of him and their, the guest host, who was black, whose name escapes me, uh, and uh, Destin Legary, who's an editor at there, and Miranda Cosgrove, I don't know her name, <laughs> Sanchez, Sanchez, uh, because she's the only brown person I know that, 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 that works at um, uh, IGN. Uh, and, and, and McCaffrey and, and the rest of the gang, they talked about you know, George Floyd and how bad this is. And talking, they're talking about how they're going and IGN is going to now try to lift up, uh, black voices, uh, GameSpot, They didn't post anything on blackout Tuesday or along with the rest of the world. Uh, games media is notoriously bad for people of color. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put a blanket statement out there. It's people of color. Sometimes you see a Miranda's handshake. You see, so you see a one or two Asian people at GameSpot. You see, I've never seen a person of color at a uh, at Polygon, but and Kotaku just lost uh, this black girl who was a writer, and I can't remember her last name, but she was great. <laughs> she can't remember her last name. She was great. Um, games media is perfect for white men and uh, okay looking white women. <laughs> I'm joking. That was mean. That was very mean. It's it's good for uh, frumpy white men and okay looking white women. <laughs> I'm not going to take it back. Uh, no, it's, it's really, but it really is okay for the, for the, for white people. Uh, whereas if you, I've never seen like I, in black on black history in February, the last day in February, I believe it was IGN or GameSpot. They had like two hours streaming of, you know, black creators playing video games. That means nothing. <laughs> uh, until, unless you, until you hire IGN's, you know, Faces, their hosts, and everything completely white. GameSpot, they had one or two Asian people, uh, included with the completely white. Um, everywhere else, it's completely white, and you know, it, it's sickening to see you know the the leading game journalism companies in the world and they don't hire people of color. Uh, it's like when I when I play a video game and they give you an option to choose, uh, I usually make a female. <laughs> A dark-skinned female, <laughs> like I did for uh, Diablo Three. Her name is Sexadratus. Um, uh, for Skyrim, I made Chandler, and she's <laughs> kind of an Indian-looking. Um... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she's a she's a uh, a warrior, uh, and I mean, it just, it just doesn't. It, you know, you can say it now, but what? But for the past, you know, thirty years, you've been around. It's it's always been about white people. Any hoosers, uh, the Blackout Tuesday posts were drowning in the Black Lives Matter hashtags. Uh, so people were posting their black squares on Instagram, but that but they're using the hashtag Black Lives Matter, which means it was pushing down relevant and good Black Lives Matter posts that weren't part of Blackout Tuesday, uh, which is which is you don't want that to happen. Uh, so that was a big issue and. You know, if you you have to use a different um, 
Hashtag, hashtag for this. I mean, that, and that's just... That's just kind of, you know, one of the negative aspects, you know, uh, besides the other races that uh, people come across when it comes to when it comes to this uh, whole social processing thing. You know, you got to have like minds. Everybody's got to be on the same page. You can't be like on one side can't be Black Lives Matter. The other side can't be we got to loot. And those two can't work. They're not working in concert. You got to be on the same wheel. Uh, so so there was that. Listen, we got two more things. We got two more things that don't have anything to do with race. Because I know there's people out there like, I don't want him talking about race. That's what happens, man. I'm a Negro living in the white world. That's going to be the name of my, uh, my, uh, just stop whispering. It's going to be the name of my uh, autobiography. (laughs) Listen, HBO Max is off to a bumpy start. This comes from CNBC. I did not turn off my ad block, so I was going to bring up the pop-up. Written by Sarah Witten. HBO Max has bumpy start. Isn't a game changer for AT&T, analyst says. Key points. Uh, everybody, everybody, all the reviews, including the one I had, said it was a, quote, odd hodgepodge of content. And it's true. Uh, there is a focus on older titles instead of new originals. They only launched with what six new originals, including the Elmo show and uh, the um, Anna Kendrick show, and some other things. Things I have not seen. On the record, uh, bake till you fake. I don't know. <laughs> Decorate till you bake. I think and something called legendary. Something else too. Uh, it is. A, it is. A, it is an amalgam of different things, and maybe it, maybe that's not to its detriment. However, I think they need to lean into the aspect of not curation, but the ability to like they have the backlog from TBS and TNT and comedy and uh, Cartoon Network. They have all that stuff. They need to bring it all together. Turner Classic Movies. Turner Classic Movies. There's a lot of good uh, stuff on there. I just I swiped through it today. I added a couple of movies to my um, list. I just got bored by the sense. <laughs> AT&T's HBO Max has had a bumpy launch due to confusing branding, consumer uncertainty about how to get the product and limitations on consumers uh, on how consumers actually can watch the product. That comes from Evercore SISI. Uh, they said an investor's note on Sunday. AT&T also did not secure the deal to Roku and Amazon to make it available to a wider market. Uh, you, know, you know, I think the problem is they... A lot of people are comparing this to Netflix. And again, this is not supposed to be a Netflix competitor. I think it's supposed to be, uh, and even John John from AT&T, the CEO, said it was not supposed to be a competitor. It's supposed to be uh, something that can work in tandem with it because there's different things going on in the streaming world. Uh, let's see. Giant, what's his name? Excuse me, I'm trying to look. I, I'm trying to look up this guy's last name. And uh, there's the analyst at ISI. As said, we see little chance that investors will begin to look at AT&T on a sum of the parts basis, valuing HBO Max on a per prescriber basis, per subscriber basis, as with Disney and Disney Plus. Just under 90,000 people downloaded the HBO Max app on its launch day last week. I'm two of those. <laughs> no, four of those. PlayStation, Xbox, phone, iPad. Yeah. That doesn't include any of the existing HBO and HBO Now customers. 
who may have been automatically switched to the HBO Max service. Around 8 million people have accounts, have HBO accounts, but it's unclear of how many took, uh, how many of them took advantage of the new HBO Max subscription. I know that my sister didn't even know HBO Max was a thing. I mentioned HBO Max and she was like, what is that? She's like, what's that? Um, HBO Max uh, Everscore said, it's a good product with a strong content lineup, solid but not particularly distinctive user interface, and a backing of a highly regarded brand. I do believe that the user interface is better than HBO Go. That's just bottom line. Bottom line better than HBO Go. And we're going to end on a lighter note. Disney Plus. Mad Men is leaving Netflix, and I have got to buy Mad Men on Blu-ray so I don't have to worry about watching the show, not being able to watch the show ever again. There was a deal with, uh, this, is a, this is not the story, but there was a deal that Lionsgate signed with Netflix uh, in 2012 to put all of its shows in, on there and stuff. And uh, now the deal has not been renewed, and it expires at the end of June. So, yeah. This final thing comes from The Verge, again, written by Julia Alexander. Disney Plus now streams The Simpsons in its proper aspect ratio, but it wasn't easy. Uh, if you're a little pissy person and you're mad that all of the uh, early, the pre-season 21 episodes of The Simpsons, so everything from season 20 backwards, uh, were not presented in 4x3 because they switched to HD in 2000. Uh, excuse me. No, no, no. Everything from 19 down was was uh, 4x3. In season 20, when the movie came out, the show switched to 16 by 9. So if you're one of those people that was pissy that you couldn't uh, see The Simpsons in its original aspect ratio, it's now back on Disney Plus in its aspect ratio. All you got to do is toggle the switch. You can toggle it anytime. Uh, but it took – it was very difficult to do. The team that worked on it created multiple facets, quote-unquote, which essentially created flexible combinations of audio, video, and subtitle components. As part of the fix, it doesn't matter what chosen aspect ratio people use to watch The Simpsons, but basic features like continue watching or autoplay will continue to work. This was paramount to learn. They explained those exciting features, existing features, excuse me, were crucial to Disney Plus streaming service. With them adding that, quote, 4x3 versions couldn't be treated as standalone bonus content. So basically, uh, everything exists in one single package. So you got to be able to uh, switch between 4x3 and 16x9 seamlessly, but also have two sets, of, uh, two sets of subtitles, two sets of audio that go with that stuff. To, this comes in a quote to support both the original four by three aspect ratio and 60 by nine versions of the Simpsons. We needed to challenge prior assumptions and rethink how content for streaming is packaged and delivered. We introduced a new Disney plus app feature today that not only gives fans a chance in viewing uh, video formats and video viewing formats, but also opens up a number of exciting opportunities of novel ways of presenting content in the future. That's pretty cool that they're able to go back after several months and uh, fix this stuff up. Really is very, very cool. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head on over to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where you can see a bunch of interviews with your favorite comedians. If you want to see a video version of this show, and I don't know why you would, but you can, because we're back in the office, baby. I meant, I meant to say that. We're back in the office. I'm back in the office. Uh, the girls above me have moved out. <laughs> oh, man. That's the only reason I was able to shoot news time here. 
Head over to youtube.com slash C plus comedy. You can see the whole 37 minutes <laughs> or by the time I cut this 36 minutes, you can, uh, also there watch uh, news time which is our premiere video show it take a it's like the daily show except unfunny i take one story and i and i run with it this week was uh, talking about how hollywood was going to be reopening um and and uh, and talked about gavin newsom's six-step plan and then also uh the cold open is a parody of opening up from waitress the musical so if you like if you like that uh then there you go Check it out. You can head to uh, rate and review us on, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, rate and review, please. And um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Seeples Comedy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. There you go. That's the end of the show. We are out. Please be nice to each other. Don't be racist. All right.